Hey, the story happened to me once again in one of our projects. The story which happens so frequently that I have to record a video about that. A customer found an architect, got a project configured, started developing. The architect created some skeleton, some prototypes, some proof of concept, and then some programmers got into the project and they started developing, starting contributing. Some of them were good programmers, others not so good programmers. In a few weeks of work, when some money is spent already and the customer is trying to review the code to take a look at what's going on there the customer invites somebody from the outside some other experts who know this programming language who are supposed to be experts according to the customer's understanding and those experts take a look at the repository and they say uh, there are so many problems in there uh, there are so many things done not the right way, not the way they should be done in this programming language and this framework. The framework was selected wrongly. The database is not the right database for this particular business case. Uh, everything is wrong. That's the conclusion of the experts. And the customer doesn't know what to do. The customer is very concerned about that situation because the customer uh, trusted the architect. The customer expected the architect to be the best guy in the world and the solution has to be the best. And now all of a sudden those experts confirm that everything is wrong. Not just one particular thing, but everything. And we have to start from scratch. We have to develop it from scratch, get rid of the architect. All of those programmers are most likely don't know what they're doing. The whole thing is ruined. Let's just, let's stop the project. And what to do in this case? We have two sides. We have the architect who was, who had good intentions, you know, initially to create a good project. And we have a customer who was honestly paying for the work. And now he's got an opinion which completely resonates with the expectations he had before. Let's discuss them separately. First of all, the architect, what the architect has to do in this situation when there's such a blame coming from the customer, the blame about the low quality of everything. The most important thing in this situation for the architect is to handle the stress correctly and deal with those complaints in a structured way. Not everything is wrong, but what exactly needs to be improved? You think that the framework was selected incorrectly? Then suggest a criteria for the selection of the framework. Tell us which criteria were not uh, taken into account. Or if you think that the database was selected incorrectly, then you have to supply a number of reasons why that particular database is wrong. And you know, it happened to me about a year ago when I was starting the Zolt cryptocurrency project in Ruby and I was not an expert in Ruby a year ago. I'm not an expert still. And I created the, the product. I designed it the way I think things to be designed. And then I invited, after a few months of work, I invited a few Ruby programmers to the project who were actually Ruby experts. They were on the Ruby uh, language for way longer than I was. And uh, they started to complain about things I designed. They were saying that this is not the way Ruby software has to be designed. You have to develop it differently. You selected the wrong framework. You did the, the wrong a design of your API. Many things. And those complaints were really serious. They sounded to me like I was really doing something wrong. And I was scared a little bit because I'm not a Ruby expert. I'm just starting. And those guys sound serious. And what did I do? I asked them to report those complaints in GitHub tickets. And they did. They created GitHub tickets and I looked at those tickets and I said, sure, thanks. We will take care of that later. And I continued the development of the project. And, and you know, some of those bugs are still there on the GitHub. I just checked them yesterday. I was going through the list of tickets still open on GitHub. About five or seven of them are still there. 
the huge monster serious critical complaints about me being violating all the principles of Ruby design. So what? The product is on the market. The product works. It's pretty stable. The architecture is way larger now than it was before. So we still have complaints. Do I want to address them eventually? I will. I want. I want them to be addressed when I have enough funds, when I have enough time, when I have enough programmers for that. I will address those complaints. But they were not fatal. They were not critical as they sounded at the time of reporting. So I just properly logged them. I recorded them. I paid for them for the reporting. I said, thank you very much for your expertise. See you later. We continue to develop the product the way we understand. So the most important quality of the architect in this situation is to handle the stress correctly and say, we understand your concerns, but so what? We have the product, the development goes forward, we're going to record your complaints and we're going to address them later. It's not fatal, it's not critical, as long as I control the development now. I stay in charge, I'm the architect, everything that is coming to me as an input, as complaints, I will properly document, that's all. And of course, the customer may question and will question uh, the, the ability of the architect to continue the project. And they may fire you, of course, they may change you, that's the reality, you, don't, you can't fix that, you can't change their decision. But if you stay stable, if you handle that stress calmly, if you don't panic, if you don't say, okay, do it your way, you, you don't trust me, I walk away. Don't do that. Just stay, record everything and say, we're going to address your concerns one by one, step by step, but we keep working on the project. I'm not going anywhere. I fully committed to the project and I'm ready to take responsibility for all the technical decisions I took before. In that case, your chances to stay in the project are quite high and the chances of the project to survive are very high. That's what you do as an architect. And now let's discuss the second part, what to do in this situation if you are a customer, if you see that problem, if you understand that uh, your friends or your experts tell you that uh, this architect made so many problems and probably it's time to stop the project, forget about the money you spent and change the architect and start from scratch. What I have to tell you, the bad news is that when you start from scratch, you spend another amount of money and you will have exactly the same situation in some time. Each team, each architect has its own view of how things have to be done, has its own view of the architecture they create. So starting from scratch is always a bad idea in software development. You don't do that. You do that in only exceptional situations, really exceptional situations when everything is wrong. But I haven't seen those situations in my life. Any project can be you know, recovered, no matter how messy is the code, no matter how many technical mistakes you've made there. If you have the architect who is ready to continue, who is ready to make sure that the product will get to the market. Like I was the architect in the Zold example. Yes, all those experts, they provided the complaints, but I was confident that I have no choice but to put the product on the market, but to finish the development, to make sure it works. And I did that. So when you hear all those complaints, drop them on the head of the architect and see how the architect reacts. If the reaction is uh, emotional, if the reaction is panic, then most probably you have to change the architect, but still you don't want to change the code. Change the architect, put the new person in charge and still stay with the code base and try to structure the complaints you're getting from your experts. It's good that you found them. It's good that you invited them before all of your money is gone. It's great. The more information you collect from external experts, the better. The more frequently you invite them, the better. But be skeptical about the information they provide. 
in most cases, those experts, they, they're full of themselves and they, they're not saying they're lying, but they are exaggerating things. They're giving you more negative information than they should. In most cases, in order to present themselves as experts. Because how good is the expert if, if, if he or she joins the project and says, yeah, it's pretty good, everything is more or less okay. Here are some problems here, some problems there, but they are solvable. That's not a great expert, right? A great expert is somebody who is saying everything is so bad, has to be redone from scratch, and I know how it should be done. Be skeptical about this information. Get it as frequently as you can, drop it on the head of the architect, see how the architect reacts, but keep moving the project forward. Keep moving the project forward, enforce the quality, make sure you control the architect with the you know, tighter quality enforce more external reviews or you know controls or checks of the quality keep it doing of course but don't start from scratch you will burn the same amount of money or maybe even more when you change the team you change the architect you change frameworks you change technologies you will create something else but that something else will also have technical problems and again you will invite somebody to review the situation and again you will get a negative feedback it's an endless cycle Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.